What's up, my little ones? Welcome back to Kevin's Little Podcast with me, your host, as always, Kevin Little. We got some NFL, we got some UFC. Without further ado, let's jump right into this episode. What's going on, everybody? How y'all been? Back with another episode. How are y'all doing? Friends, family, loved ones, ones who don't like me just to hop on in and keep on looking for something to hate hate on me for. No, I'm just playing. I don't got haters. You know people love me. But how y'all doing? I'm all right. Trying to be a little calm and humble, you know. Coming off the Cowboy win uh, over the Panthers. My lovely wife. Didn't want to come in and do the podcast with me, you know. She's she's a little scared still, but we gonna get her. Don't worry, we gonna get her on the podcast one day. Uh, she likes to root for the Panthers. She likes to call herself a Panther fan. You know, she only likes them for the color and the the symbol. You know, the animal on it. But I like to let her think she's a Panther fan. But you know, she believes that blue and silver. Uh, so. We had a bet on this game. Now, this isn't the first time we've had a bet, me and my wife. Back in 2015, we still had Romo. Good old Romo. Ah, I miss him. Miss the gunslinger. Great regular season quarterback, but playoffs, not too good. But that was neither here nor there. Back when we had Romo in 2015, Thanksgiving, we played the Panthers. And Romo was just coming back from a back injury. Uh, I forget how long he was out. I think he got hurt in like week one and didn't come back till week seven or eight. And then, you know, that was, I think, game 10. Uh, so, you know... We got Romo, they got we got Jason Witten, we got Des Bryant. Uh I think we had DeMarco Murray at the time. And and uh oh no, you know what? That would that, that might have been the year before when we had DeMarco Murray. But we played against the Panthers and Romo, I think at about halftime, took a hit directly in the back, in like the lower back, like, you know, the lower part of your spine. It just, you know, it was one of those ones where he's standing, he doesn't even see the guy coming whatsoever, and he's standing completely still and just shoulder right into the bottom part of his lower back. Uh, And he goes down, obviously he's done for the season, he needed back surgery, and at that point I'm, I'm just like... You know, you know, he's come back from how many injuries, how early in every season. Like, just, you're done. We need a new – but who else did we have? We had Kyle Orton, and he was just – oh, my God, Kyle Orton. I don't even – I I don't want to even relive Kyle Orton. He was just terrible. He was god-awful. Oh, hang on. Got the wife calling me. All right, and just like that, I'm back. For you guys, no time at all. For me, a couple minutes here. But where was I? So Cowboys, Panthers, Romo got hurt. 
either way, back in 2015, me and my wife decided to have a bet on that Cowboys-Panthers game. And uh, we decided it was going to be winner gets a winner gets a hoodie. So obviously, Panther spanked us. She got the hoodie, uh, and now we have another one this year. We didn't do the one from a couple years ago in 2018, but we're going to do it on this one. Uh, we're going to have a hat. We had a hats on this one, so I'm going to get the new all-white uh, draft hat. I don't think it's all-white, but it's mostly white draft hat from this year. Ooh, I think it's going to look sick. Can't wait for that. Little does she know, and I know she won't know because she's not going to listen to this, I'm going to buy her a Panthers hat anyway, just so that way we can ball out in Cowboys hoodies and Panthers hoodies with hats. So, it's going to be a good one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, other than my Cowboys, we had uh, Tom Brady going back to New England. That was pretty cool. That was that was a pretty good game. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I thought Brady was going to go in there and just you know, not not go easy. Like, no. Uh, not spank him, but, man, I didn't think it was going to be that close. <laughs> uh, Tom and, and, and uh, Bill had, like, a quick little, hey, what up? Uh, you know, hug at the end, but apparently they met afterwards and said it was, said their dues. Pretty sure they gave each other their, their their actual respects in private, like they like they normally do, like the Patriot way. Uh, shout out to my boy Schmitty. Shout out to my boy Schmitty, the Buccaneer fan. I know he's loving this. I know it. I know he's loving this right now. He knows his team is well on their way to at least being in another Super Bowl. No, but if the defense keeps playing the way they're playing, I I don't know if they have a chance at winning the Super Bowl. But if, if they can, you know, it's it's early. It's early. The defense can still pick it up. We'll see. We'll see. He's still got a lot of time. He's still got a lot of time. And then, you know, obviously he's still in a winning record. The only loss is the Rams so far. So, you know. And, you know, our only loss is the Buccaneers. So, you know, you know, you know, you know. I don't take what to take from that, which you will. But, uh, hmm. You know. Hey, Rams beat the Bucks. Bucks, Bucks just barely beat us. Our only loss is the Bucks. Mm, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. Gave the Panthers their first loss. You know what I'm saying? We won't mention what the, what happened to the birds, to the birds. But I'll tell you this: Mike McCarthy is driving me up a wall with all of these nonsense, bogus, go against the odds calls. Why in the first quarter, when you're up, when it's tied 7-7, seven to seven, you score a touchdown and you go up 13-7, instead of just taking that extra point and making it 14, you decide to go for two. Now, 
I don't like that because what it's in the first quarter. Now, if Carolina grabs the ball and goes down and scores a touchdown, kicks an extra point, which they did, oh, now you're down a point, Mike McCarthy, when you could have just had the game at least tied. Now, if we make it 14-7, to they don't get a score. We go down the field again, 21-7. I'm all right with kicking a two-pointer, with trying a two-pointer there, because at least you got the touchdown cushion. That's like falling out of a building and not having, like falling out of a window and not having at least, you know, a couple mattresses at the bottom of the, on the ground. Mike McCarthy's just saying, I got one mattress. I'm going to the third floor and just putting all that faith in that one match. I mean, oh boy. And then, not last week, you had a chance to make it. You know, call some timeouts and and give Greg the leg an easier kick than what fifty some some fifty six yards. I mean, Christ, you could have gave the guy an easier field goal kick than that. But hey, Mike McCarthy wants to put all his eggs in go against the odds basket, and for whatever reason, it's paying off this season. Now, granted, the Eagles were the Eagles. The Chargers, however, are looking like a really solid team that is still just young and inexperienced and still trying to find out what their offense is. It still looks like they really don't know. They're like the Cowboys uh, like the last couple of years. We didn't, ever since we got Amari, we didn't know whether we wanted to be a passing team and just you know start going air out or if we wanted to rely on Zeke and just be that running first team and then play action off it, which for the first two years with Zeke, that's what we did. Worked phenomenal, 13-3, and three, winning the division. I think that shows for itself. But then when we got Amari, yeah, sure, he got six touchdowns, 600 yards in, in the first six games, but – I mean, what did it do for you? I mean, it's, it's gotten us away from running the football with Zeke and having people being skeptical of him, saying, hey, we should trade him because his numbers are down and he's not what he used to be and all that. But it's like, well, he's still a Pro Bowl running back. That with, And, you know, the, the offensive line was a revolving door last year and the year before. So I don't blame Zeke for not being able to – be a strong runner. Plus, when you have 400 carries on a freaking single season, it's a little tough. It's a little tough. Uh, but it's like, you know, that's what the Chargers are right now. They don't know what they want to be offensively. Now, obviously, they know that they got, what is it, Mike Wallace or Mike Wood, whatever his name is, and then Keenan Allen. But not much of a run game. Obviously, you got Bosa on the defense, but. Yeah, that that's just Bosa. So if you if you shut him down, that you're, you you more or less have them defensively even. If you take Bosa away, I mean, you saw what we did. He he, we took Bosa completely away, and they were still able to make it a game with us. So, and then you see they they came close with the Charger, uh, the Chiefs. I mean, and and beat them. So it 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 you 
Chargers are young, still need to find what they want to be offensively, but they are going to be a good team for a while now with that young Justin Herbert back there. Gone. Swagger! Throws darts. Throws darts, man. Just accurate. Accurate. Oh, man. Fights were pretty good. They weren't exciting. Wasn't too many knockouts. Or wasn't too many uh, exciting fights. But, I mean, I, I still thought they were good. It, you know, I heard a lot of mixed reviews about it. People were saying, you know, it was boring, non-fun to watch. and you know, But, like, hey... It's 500-plus fighters on the UFC roster. Not all of them are going to be showstoppers, but they were still phenomenal fights. I mean, bro, I mean, Alex Oliveira, when he fought Nico Price, how could you say that wasn't exciting? What, because he went to decision? Really? You see how hurt and exhausted those two dudes were at the end of it? I mean, they were they were literally giving everything they had. They were trying to put each other's lights out from start to finish. And you can see that it was Oliveira's veteran experience being able to hold on against this young dude. But Nico being able, just being the stronger, younger, more aggressive guy, just not, but not being smart enough and technical enough to put a guy like Oliveira away. But I mean, credit to Oliver, man. He kept pushing through that whole fight, and he was—you could even even in the final round, huffing and puffing, mouth open, you know, just swinging shots as as much as he could. Credit to him, straight warrior. I had some money on uh, Hernandez and Jocko. I had them parlayed. Thank you, boys, for winning it for me. Um. And then ah, Kevin Holland, man. You know, obviously, him being a Kevin brother with me, I obviously root for him. And I love the guy. He's an exciting fighter. I love his style. I love the way he trash talks throughout the whole fight and doesn't care. Uh, even in this one, he was trash talking. They were they were locked up against the cage, uh, trying to lock position. And, and Kevin, uh, DC said something about Man, he's a hard guy to fight, isn't he? And then Kevin Holland literally yells out to, to DC, yeah, he is, DC, yeah, he is. Oh, my God, I just started laughing. Kevin Holland is, is so funny to watch. And, and, and just phenomenal fighter. Just needs to learn that. Oh, what the hell was that? All right, I don't know what that was, but I, don't, I hope you guys didn't hear that. I just got a notification it was loud. But no, I... It just sucks, man. Kevin Holland, they they went kind of at each other and slipped, and they clocked heads. But Kevin caught the worst of it because Kyle's top of his head just basically rammed into the jaw of of Holland, and you saw his you saw Kevin Holland's light go out like that, just out. He, his lights turned out. He went completely limp. 
He just fell completely to the floor and smacked the canvas, but somehow, somehow he didn't stop it fast enough. And Kyle Dawkins just kind of hopped right on him and tried to like finish him because he thought he didn't, he didn't think he was out somehow, but he, he didn't think he was out. So he jumped on him tried to, you know, land a couple more shots. And I guess he ate Kevin Holland, ate a shot and woke up. He, he was knocked out. He was sleeping on the canvas, you know, dreaming about, you know, winning a title someday. And then all of a sudden he's getting punched in the face, waking back up in a fight going, oh, I guess I am fighting, aren't I? And then he's scrambling. So he's freaking out trying to just, you know, do anything, get some sort of good position. And uh, they so the, the ref lets it go. I think it was Herb Dean. He lets it go. They get up to the fence. Kyle takes his back gets him in a rear naked choke and just chokes him out. And, you know, they're watching the replay. And and, and afterwards, they decided that it was going to be a no contest because Kyle Dawkins, they rammed heads. And the, 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 God, what do, how do I say this? The two heads colliding is what caused Kevin Holland to be knocked out. And that gave uh, Kyle Dawkins complete uh, dominant position and, you know, ability to just a great position to win that fight and finish it. So the refs are looking at it like we can't we can't give a guy a win for illegally knocking a guy down, even though it wasn't on purpose. You know what I mean? So it was ruled a no contest. You could see in the ring afterwards, Kevin and Kyle obviously wanted to run it back immediately. They said, let's hop on the next immediate card that we can both be on. You know, let's heal up from whatever injuries we got to heal up from, and we'll be right back on. I don't think they'll obviously be on another card this year. It'll probably be the very start of the next year. Um, But until then, man, we got some real good fights coming up. They just announced two that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. But shout out to Kevin Holland and Kyle Dawkins, man. Kyle Dawkins from Philly, man. A Philly representative. Finally, we got a bad boy from Philly. And don't forget his brother up at heavyweight, who I am literally going to be talking about in a minute, just knocked out Shamil Abdurakimov in phenomenal fashion. Actually, he kind of knocked him out twice. He knocked him out with like 10 seconds in the first round, but because he because the ref didn't stop it and they continued to scramble and fight and 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 keep going and the bell rang, the it went into the second round, a couple of seconds into the second round, he hits him with another, you know, stiff jab and then boom, right hook knocks him clean out and you saw spit, literally you saw a pile of spit fling out of his mouth. Like, he had just taken a big old gargle of mayonnaise and just hocked a big old loogie out. It was nasty. It was gross. And they showed it. They kept replaying it and talking about it and saying, you know, making jokes, saying, man, he needs to uh, he needs to brush his teeth or so. I can't even remember, but they were dogging him on the spit. Telling him he needs to, you know, swallow his spit a little bit and lick his lips, all that kind of stuff. But Chris and Kyle Dawkins. Philly representatives really coming up, really coming up. 
Kyle, uh, Chris just had the big win over Shamil. And Kyle, I know it was rude of no contest, but he, I mean, the way he looked, dude, is going to be, he's going to be a good fighter, bro. He's going to be rising the ranks real soon, and you might see him contending. I mean, obviously, he's obviously fighting Kevin Holland in a co-main event, so he's already he's already right there. You know, I think with with a win there, who knows what it would have been? But let me look at this guy's record because I actually don't. I actually haven't looked at his. Okay. Poirier versus Hooker. He was on that card. He lost to Brandon Allen, a th uh, decision. He beat Dustin Stolfitz, decision. And then he lost a decision to Phil Hawes. And then he had the no contest with Kevin Holland. All right. So, not terrible. But he's had some bumps. But, I mean, again, you're fighting Kevin Holland in a co-main event. So, he's obviously up. Uh, he's obviously close. Uh, I think when they run it back, it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll see a better, a better showing. Because, obviously, now they both have a better understanding of how each other is going to fight because they fought each other. You know what I mean? Wow, how... <laughs> oh, wow. And they fought each other, so they're going to know how to fight each other, right? Yeah, right. Dumbass. How stupid do I sound just muttering? That's because I didn't look up any... That's because I barely looked up Kyle Dawkins and got all hype about him. Just because he's from Philly. I should I should have done a little more research, but... Either way, man. Either way, I'm going to be rooting for him regardless. Uh, him and his brother. Because they both just, the way they fought was was phenomenal. So, it's going to be cool to see. It's going to be cool to see them on the next one. And the next one for Chris Dawkins, the older brother at heavyweight, just signed his fight contract with Derek the Black Beast Lewis. That's going to be the final headlining main event for the year in December. So, ways away. Going to obviously talk about that in a long, long podcast from now. Who knows when that, you know, obviously we're, we're doing, what, two a week. So, shoot, I might be up to 50, 60 episodes by the time we get to that point. Who I, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for that. It's going to be a slugfest. Both of those guys. I mean, obviously, you got Derek Lewis coming off the lost loss to Cyril Gaon in the interim title fight. Uh, Chris, obviously, as I said, coming off the knockout win against Shamil. It's going to be good because both those dudes are heavy-handed. Uh, and we're going to see just how good. This is going to be a real test for uh, Chris Dawkins to see how good he really is technically, because if he can stay away from that heavy hand of Derek Lewis, or if he can even withstand it and, you know, power through it and finish him uh, or just win, it'll be a good test for him to see because Derek is, you know, top tier. He's, he's, he's in the top – he's always in that top five because of how dangerous he is. 
uh, and his knockout power because his knockout power is it's it's almost on that level of Francis. You know, I feel like Francis's power is a little harder, a little bit heavier, but Derek's is is right there. He's just obviously not as fast, not as technical, and he's just a little more predictable. Francis, he's a beast, and I and you saw his his gra- his uh, wrestling and grappling got way better uh, since that Stipe loss to the second rematch. Or I shouldn't say second rematch to the second fight. Uh, he was able to stuff Stipe's takedowns, and as soon as that happened, you saw the desperation in Stipe because he didn't try to take him down after that again after those two failed attempts, and then. When he realized that, oh, snap, I can't just take him to the ground as I wanted to, you know, his whole game plan went out the window. And Francis was kind of able to pick him apart and do whatever he wanted to do the rest of that fight. And then, bam, knockout. Out cold. One of those ones where his legs went behind. Oh, hated seeing Stipe like that. But you win some, you lose some. And he was all mad because he didn't get to, uh, he didn't get the immediate rematch uh, with Francis, like DC did against him, which I understand. I agree. You know, you know, you should, you were the defending champ for how long you came and reclaimed the title after you lost it to the man who beat you the first year. So I understand all that, but at the same time, when there was all that talk of Francis and Cyril that were, uh, and then, you know, John Jones and, or, uh, yeah, John Jones and, Francis, and then it changed to, uh, you know, Francis and Derek Lewis, or then Francis and then Cyril, and then Cyril and Derek Lewis. Like, it was just, it was, why was nothing said then? Why did you wait till there was an interim title fight scheduled between Derek Lewis and Cyril Gone to then come out and be like, hey, what about me? Hey, what about hey, what about me, guys? TP's over here. I want my title shot. I want my rematch. Why DC get rematched? TP no Gary. Well, buddy, why didn't you say something? Should have said something back then. He would have had a shot, but he waited too long. He waited too long, dude. You waited too long. I don't know what to tell you. Your time's up. Get out of the booth. The lady's done. Let her get out of here. Give her the money. And skedaddle, kid. All right? Capiche? All right. Don't make me come back here. If I have to come back here, I swear to God. I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Damn. Sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, it's a silly goose time. It's going to be Monday Night Football. Raiders, Chargers. Oh, I was just talking about the Chargers, and they play tonight. Raiders coming out strong, 3-0. Coming out strong with a 3-0. Are they going to lose it? Are they going to lose their O? Could they tie it up and make them both 3-1? and one? 
three and one, just like your Dallas Cowboys. But regardless of my Cowboys, regardless of the UFC, regardless of the darkest boys, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. But before I do, I want to let you guys know that I am super appreciative of everyone that listens on a constant basis. Even if you just listen for a little bit, you know, the fact that all of my videos or all of my episodes still get a consecutive amount of listens and downloads a week. Um, I think there was only one day out of 14. So two, so two weeks, there was maybe two days out of that 14 non-consecutive that weren't, that people didn't listen. You know what I mean? So I've had consistent plays every day on my episodes for the last two weeks. And I really appreciate that. Um, I'm glad that you guys enjoy my podcast. That's why I'm going to continue to do this. Um, I've posted about this on my Facebook. So I know some of you have seen this, but I haven't talked about it in the podcast yet. I've been working towards getting sponsors on the podcast and I have to hit a certain number of listeners to unlock sponsorships. You need 50 and I'm at 42. So I am right there on the edge of getting sponsorships and really going to be able to start putting money into this podcast and making it a better production for you guys. Because I do want to give you guys the best content that I can. And, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit funny, but I'm also trying to be serious with the sports because I just, I have a genuine love for football and for UFC. And, you know, obviously I love my Cowboys, but I just, the game of it, the game of football, I just, I have a love and a passion for. And to be able to talk about it, you know, like I want to and as freely as I want to and be able to joke around and, you know, get hype about my Cowboys, but also be objective about them, you know, as my as little of as, as little objectivity as I've had a little bit so far. But, you know, I'm still trying to learn, you know, I'm still trying to uh, find my voice with this podcasting thing, you know. Um, so I appreciate everybody that is sticking with me and continuing to show support. You know, I know you guys don't like show it, but I see it, you know, and I haven't talked about the sponsorship thing because it's not about the money for me. It's about the content. But if I can get sponsors, which yes, obviously that would mean there'll be ads to my podcast. I'm sorry. I know you guys don't want to hear ads. You don't want to listen to them. They're going to interrupt the podcast, whatever. But Hey, think about this. You might get a break from my voice because they might be just, automatic ads who knows i don't know we're gonna find out together we're gonna find out together there you see now here's my broadcasting voice now this is with a part of the segment where kevin wraps up because he's been rambling and he said the word appreciate about 19 different fucking times in this podcast so <laughs> thank you guys for sticking with me um there will the sponsors hopefully will be coming soon um, I can't wait to see what I get, who I get. Um, 
And then I'm also going to be activating the listener support where you guys can donate money. Um, I haven't asked you guys for money because, you know, obviously I'm a small time podcast. I'm, you know, I'm reaching out to a small time audience of my friends and family. I'm not going to ask you guys for money. But once I start making ads, I'll make a little bit. And then if I can make something, depending on how big this podcast get from friends and whoever else, um, to add their donations, uh, you know, it'll be just the more money that I can put into this thing, the better I can make, you know, I want to get a soundboard in here to, you know, add sound effects and, you know, be funny. I want to have, um, a better theme song, like my own theme song. Um, I want to have, I want to be able to interpret questions better. Like I want you guys to ask more questions. Um, I have a voice thing, a voice message thing that I share on my Facebook that you guys can go on to and you guys can send in your voice messages uh, to my podcast and I will answer your your questions. I did that with my buddy Ghost and with my buddy Antoine. Um, and and I you know I I want more of those. You know I want to I want you guys to send in silly questions or funny questions or sports questions or deep questions. You know questions about something really like. If you've got something that you're trying to deal with and you want some advice or you want some help, maybe I can give you some advice. Maybe I can help you. You know, I'm not the deepest dude. I'm not the smartest guy, but hey, maybe I can make you laugh in a dark time. You know, maybe I can maybe I can actually give you some advice that you'll look at and go, oh, snap, he's right. Let me let me let me take that and run with it. And then, boom, I've helped you out. You know what I mean? Just something. So from the sponsorship to the constant views and listens and downloads. Um, I just, I can't thank you guys enough. So I will see you all in the next episode. Till then, stay safe. Love you guys. Go Dallas Cowboys.